0: Sit, Sahib. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Keep breathing as we continue our journey. And for this season, which is going to be season four of this podcast, I decided to share stories about Kabir Sahib. I am fascinated by Kabir's life and story and everything he has offered. And I really want to share with you. Kabir Sahib is a saint or a sannyasi who lived in the 1500th century. Some stories or scriptures, well, I take that back, not really scriptures. These are more bhakti books. Believe that he was born in early 1400s. Uh, and some sources believe he was born in late 1300s. He lived up to 120 human years. And he is the one saint, saint of his time who impacted not only one, two, but three religions. He was born, his story of of his birth, his marriage, his kids, his parents, nothing is confirmed. But the only thing that is confirmed is he is somebody who is respected and worshipped in Muslim religion, in Hindu religion, and Sikh religion. That is amazing in itself. It's like one saint, one saint. one person who lived back in thirteen hundred century or thirteen hundred you know nineties or something and he impacted or being worshipped or being respected in three different religions that is huge in itself. He is believed to be kind of like Supreme Lord himself. So he was not a Tara. He was not the incarnation of a God. But in fact, he is the one who is believed to be the supreme being himself. So far, before his time, every single scripture, no matter what religion, has talked about, you know, why take the spiritual path and how to get back to divine. Kabir was the first who talked about why we were separated from the divine or the supreme to begin with. Nobody before him has ever touched or talked or kind of like let any light or shed any light on that topic. So he was the first who talked about that, the why we were separated to begin with. Per the signs, if we talk about the signs, The Big Bang Theory or the idea of expansion of universe was introduced, first introduced in 1927. But Kabi talked about it back in the 13th century. He was a very kind of like a forward-thinking scholar. He challenged every single ritual. He challenged so many religious practices you'll be surprised. He was sentenced to death by these religious, uh, you know, the practitioners 52 times. Yes. 52 times he was sentenced to death because of the way he was challenging the society, the rituals and the religions and kind of like questioning everything out there. 52 times. And every single time he defeated death, every single time there were gatherings of people coming to see, okay, now they're going to kill Kabir by fire or by elephant, kind of like, you know, or putting him in the cage with the lions. And every single time he was came out of this situation untouched, the drunk elephant sat in front of him, not harming him. The lion came to his feet, not harming him. They put Kavir in water with tied with a big rock around his waist, and he still was sitting or floating on water. This is just amazing. It's just fascinating how all these stories evolved, and then how he was respected by three. Or his words, his Doha's, his poetry is adopted by three different religions. Most of the North India has a very big impact. Most of the Saint Puns, even today, are still practicing the teachings of Kabir. And in every single teaching, Kabir asks a person to worry about themselves to take care of themselves and not to worry about the world or the people or judging the people around them just working upon ourselves that's what his teachings are all about and i thought i'll be sharing in next 20 plus episodes just his teachings what he said the way he challenged These religious practices around him, and just share what I know about him. Again, this is me sharing my ideas and my stories that I have grown up with about Kabir. One story that comes to my mind when I think about Kabir is he's the one who actually like, provide all the elements, outer elements, so that a person can comfortably <laughs> struggle and win the struggle that's happening in, on the inside. Remember that butterfly story that when a butterfly, when the larva is growing and the cocoon forms around it, around the caterpillar, the struggle has to happen from within. If you cut open that cocoon and to help the butterfly to come out, it will not survive because it has to struggle. It's, it has to push all the liquid in the body to the wings to provide the strength to the wings so when it comes out after that struggle, it can fly. And that is exactly what Kabir Bani does. It provides you with all the things you need so that you can come out and help with the struggle from the inside. Even his death was very mysterious in a way that he died. And then Hindus and Sikh, uh, not Sikh, because Sikhism was not there at that time. Uh, Sikhism is inspired by his teachings later uh, actually 400 years after him, because Sikhism, that's a complete different story, but Guru Nanak Sahib, who was the first Sikh guru, lived in the times of Kabir, and it's kind of like a belief that Guru Nanak Sahib actually took Diksha, or uh, made Kabir his spiritual guru, and then later the holy grant of Sikhism is inspired by Kabir's poetry, and has all this poetry in there. So anyways, coming back to his uh, death so when Kabir died, Hindus and Muslims were fighting over his body. And because Hindus were like, okay, he was our saint and he helped us and he challenged us. And, you know, we are going to cremate his body our way. And Muslims were like, nope, he was born in a Muslim family or he would, his parents were Muslims, even if he was raised and adopted by Hindu people. So he was our guru or spiritual guide and teacher, and then, when they lifted the cover where his body was, the body was not there anymore. It was just lotus flowers. Isn't that kind of like wow? So, the body was not there. It was just the flowers. And both Hindus and Muslims decided to kind of like divide the flowers into parts. And then the Muslims did their thing, and Hindus did their thing. That's how he brought. Different groups together. And his life, every single thing in his life was so inspiring. The whole idea of the bhakti, the devotion, the the spiritualism was not just awoken once again, but shaked up by him. And that's what he his all his teachings are based off on. So we'll start with his poetry in our next episode till then have a wonderful day and night thank you